Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And it is hot as... <laughs> it's really hot. It's really hot. Okay. Okay. This episode is called... Well, this is a very special episode. Do you want to tell them who this is? Oh, this is Katie and Kimberly. And you're listening no. to A Date with Dateline. That's the one. There that, we go. That was the one that I wanted to get, get yeah. out. Yeah, Just the, the title name of the, of the podcast. You're listening to a podcast called A Date with Dateline. In case you didn't know. I'm just, Kimberly, and that's Katie. That's wrong. Dang it. What, why is this episode special? This episode is really special because there is a Netflix documentary right now that, as far as I know, is as popular as Making a Murderer. Maybe yes. not so much, but it's it's getting there. It's like all of those true crime Netflix docuseries. According to my mom on the Google, it is number the one. She didn't say the Google, though. Yeah, I think she did. Oh, okay. It is right. It is the number one watched something. She didn't know. But More she, than making a murderer, huh? That I don't know. She read an article or something. Okay. Because I, like, I feel like making a murderer is right up there. Making a murderer was huge. Yeah. For a good reason. I mean, it was super addictive, but the staircase is very much like that. And so in this episode, the reason this one is a very, very special episode is that Kimberly it's has recapped. because Kimberly gets addicted to ADD medicine because she's studying for her finals. <laughs> and she's so yes. excited and she's so scared. That she got from Jesse Spano. And, and if you don't get that reference, I don't know what to say. Hmm. Hmm. But in this A Date with Dayline, Kimberly will be recapping, as usual, the Dateline episode coverage of this case. And I will be covering the staircase. Correct. As one, as one unit, we will come, come with forces, and there this, might it, be something also very special. In addition, should we just should we rename this episode and just call it like a case of stairs, or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, <gasps> and and then it could mean stairs and stairs, like I'm staring at you and stairs. Why are you staring at me? I mean, it could be we could make it like that because people stared in the courtroom. No. Don't give the face, though. I think it's clever. I'm staring at you right now. That's I know, dumb. which makes me think you love it. Okay, a case of stairs. No, I, like I a, don't like a case of stairs either. Two staircases. A case of two Up staircases. Up the staircase, down the back staircase. Okay, by the end of this episode, we will have a good title for this. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. Oh, just just in staircase. <sighs> <laughs> with stairs in parentheses <laughs> it's not even okay you're welcome it's okay gonna, it's gonna be one of those nights so Folks. tell me tell me about the date light episode who are you who, 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 who? i really want to know did you get why i'm doing that uh-huh okay good so this episode is called down the back staircase that song is the reason why this Dateline is better than The Staircase on Netflix, and I won't watch oh. it. Oh. Um, did you just really? get it? Well, I didn't know they talked about it in it. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So That's it is why better. Dateline is so much better than The Staircase. So first, it first aired, I don't know. There's one thing that says first aired April 7th, 2017, but I think they've been talking about this case for a while on Dateline. Uh, yeah. Season 25, episode 28, hosted by Dennis is Enough. 
This case takes place in Durham, North Carolina. Now, I think most of you have probably seen The Staircase and maybe have seen The Dateline. So I apologize for repeating myself. But Katie's going to interject with things that I did not know that were in The Staircase. Does that make sense? Because yeah. but you guys probably knew The Staircase. So we're but just I gonna, can't, be- and it's I can't believe degrees. you haven't seen The Staircase. I started it and I got really upset when I found out there was no owl theory. So but, I just stopped. But you did really you did the keepers you did making a murderer yeah did just do it but i know this case like i've seen this episode so many times of dateline but but it's not about that it's about getting to know him and the family and i mean it's a docuseries so they're following them around the house i think you think you do smarty pants we (laughs) we shall see we shall see how well you know them okay so this takes place in durham north carolina it's about michael peterson and his wife kathleen Everyone be careful when you're marrying a Peterson. We all know by now. Yeah. Something bad may happen to you. Sorry, our friend Jessica. Sorry, Jessica. We're looking at you. We're looking at you. It was their second marriage. He had four kids. She had one. They came together like the Brady Bunch. He already had four kids. Two daughters named Margaret and Martha. It's so East Coast. And it's so like the Kennedys. And two boys. And she had a daughter. And the girls were all best friends. And then they had a lifetime sleepover. And they got to be sisters. And it was the Brady Bunch and everyone was happy. Except he says that they played with like all their toys together. They're my little ponies and stuff. And then he says, damn little trolls. I like that. That was my first sign. that. Do you have anger issues, Michael? What's wrong with trolls? Those little naked little trolls with the hair. Because they're little bitty and they get everywhere. They're little bitty. They're like an inch big with the hair. So they just like you crunch one under your foot oh, and you want it. you're talking about the mini ones. I collected the normal size ones that are like four inches tall. Also, maybe they were obsessed with trolls. Maybe that was like the thing. And so it was, begging, it was begging constantly for troll dolls. That would be really irritating. Yeah. I feel like they're probably really into nukits on the block too. So the yeah, right they age probably group. had a great. It sounds like they had a great childhood. Yeah, they were into all the the stuff. They had stuff. They were rich. They had stuff. Yeah, they were. Their house uh, is gorgeous. So they had like name brand trolls and stuff instead of Shasta. What's an off brand troll? I don't know. Tra- I feel a like trowel. Yeah, trowel. Yeah. Oh, mom, this is a. Oh, it's a trowel. That's like the Christmas that my we got cabbage patch. My kids. little horsey is like probably the off brand of My Little Pony. Did I tell you about the year we got Cabbage Patch Kids? Except yes. we didn't. Yeah, you did. That's why I'm bringing this up. I one was hoping to trigger Just you. One. Just one. Okay. We're not going to go into a deep dive on your dolls as a child because I know you had those paper dolls that you were obsessed with. It's really weird. He, I picture you like a little girl in an 18th century like ghost movie playing with these paper dolls. It, it was creepy. But is Trowel a million dollar idea? Sure. He's a former Marine and an author of books and op-ed articles. And she's an incredibly smart business executive. They live in a huge house. According to Michael, she was funny and sexual. What? Does he say that in The Staircase? Well, no. It's like he talks a lot about her in The Staircase, so you feel like you know her. But he said that's in his Dateline interview? He He says to to Dennis... She was funny and sexual. You you can't say that to Dennis. Dennis has been through a lot. Ben, Dennis has been through so much lately with the Secrets in the Suburbs BDSM sex dungeon, the 360 spider web, and now he has to hear that <laughs> Kathleen was sexual. I think we need to change it to Dennis has had enough. Dennis! 
Poor Dennis. Dennis has been through enough. Dennis has been through enough. Leave Dennis alone. Leave Dennis alone. Those are the new t-shirts that are coming out. Okay, so he does He does say sexual. I'm glad he doesn't say lovers, though, because it, it's, it's too much. All the three girls sing going to the chapel at the wedding. Do we think that's cute or cheesy? Do you know that's what cute. I thought? Well, I feel like, I don't know, it's like mermaids. Oh, I did love the mermaids. The movie with Cher. Yeah. I love mermaids, the movie yeah. with it Cher. It makes me think of that when like the girls are singing, especially if it's not like their real parents. Like, yeah, it's cute. You know, if it's like, no, this it's is my cute. new mom. You're right. Yeah. It's cute. No, I agree. Okay. You're just bitter. I know. I know. So it's 2001 and Michael and Kathleen are watching a movie and then they sit outside by the pool with wine. She goes inside and he stays outside and falls asleep. He goes inside and she's at the bottom of the stairs with blood everywhere. And again, I would just like to say that our idea of putting slides in people, well, my idea of putting slides instead of staircases in people's houses. I haven't thought totally the logistics of climbing up back up to the second floor, but think how many lives would be saved on a dateline if there were slides with how much cushy bumper, bumper like at the bowling alley. You know, you'd land into a ball pit maybe at the bottom, a ball pit. She's an executive realness woman. She is not sliding down the stairs in her nine to five pumps and her business and her business executive suit and going into a ball pit. Maybe She's a grown she should. Woman. Maybe she should have. And I know it sounds like I'm blaming the victim. You you totally are. And also, what then they have to build an elevator in their house? What's your plan? I guess you need an elevator to go up. Yeah, and then a slide or like what a pulley system. Like, like a dumb waiter. Pull you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because then the shaft, if I may use the word shaft for a moment. You may not. You may not use the word shaft. You may change that there word. There is an open shaft and someone could definitely push someone into it, I think. That's dangerous. I don't like that. Getting pushed into an open shaft. <laughs> Seems super, or an elevator, or like laundry chute. But a shaft is super dangerous. And yes, how many times can I say don't, shaft? Don't don't play with shaft. The secret word of the day is shaft. <laughs> Take a drink every time I say it. But I'm serious. A slide would eliminate so many of the murders. Okay. So Michael Peterson calls 911. He's begging for help, very specifically begging for help, which I point out because on many datelines in the 911 call, people seem to be screaming like they're dead, they're dead, but they don't actually say, someone come here, please help her, do something. And then the police always criticize and say, why are they just shouting and they're not actually saying it's something instinctive, like they're not begging for help specifically. And First thing, yeah. he does, he specifically is like begging, please help save her do something, get here. And then when they don't come right away, he even calls back a second time. The first thing he does is give the address. Yeah. It's literally the first thing on the 911 call. It's blank, 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 Cherry Creek Road or whatever. Yeah, he does everything and he's like, right. Send, send someone right now. Yeah. yeah. There's no <laughs> um, fault I can find in his 911 call. That is excellent. And that's real growth on your part. Well, I'm, defend I'm saying as a police person, they always find fault. We talked about it like last time. We talked about the not asking for help or the hanging up or I'm doing it. 
sounding really Who angry. Like he legitimately sounded <laughs> upset. He called back twice. Like he was he was yeah. trying. Kathleen tried. dies, unfortunately. And he apparently was crying so hard he had to be pulled away. He's being interviewed by Dennis. He says it was worse than anything he saw in Vietnam. Now, it's hard to get a read on the fake tears because he's an older gentleman and has constant watery eyes through his interview. The left eye just, it's almost going to, damn's going to burst. So it's really hard to tell if he's really crying or if he just is a watery eyed gentleman. Why are you making that face? He's really crying. In the, in the interview with Dennis, I'm saying. Interview, I, I'm saying he cries quite a bit. Good. Okay. He, so he he's cries a, he's at a, a lot good of crier. moments with Kathleen. He he tears up and it doesn't look like. I understand the watery-eyed thing, but it's in the, definitely In Dateline crying. specific. He's Dateline literally specific, just I don't has know. watery eyes. But so I would also tell. not be surprised if he was on the verge of tears for that entire interview, because even in the later interviews in the staircase, he still tears that up. That emotional. Gotcha. Yes. He's okay. an emotional guy. So we jump back to Baby Dennis is Enough's first interview with the detective from 10 years ago. And it's really, he does look young. It's, I mean, he looks great now. He, it's. It's baby face, Dennis. Baby D. Baby D. So then we meet Kathleen's sister. I just want to call her like gray hair, blue eyes. This is all I see. So stripey hair, blue eyes. Stripey hair. Super stripey. It's Streaky. gray yes. with yes. streaks of black in it. Correct. And striking blue eyes. Stripey striking. So I'm I just think we can just call, call her, her Kathleen. I think you can call her Kathleen's sister. Okay, I'm just gonna go for Kathleen's but I, sister. But I am actually blanking on her name right now too. Rhonda? No, that doesn't sound right. Maybe I'll find. I don't know if I wrote it down. So she gets interviewed on Dateline, huh? A lot, a ton. Oh, Why is she great. not interviewed in the staircase? Uh, she's talked about. Oh, I see her on the stand. Oh, and stuff. I mean, no, she's like one of the main interviews. Well, that lets me know how Dateline did this then. If she's one of the main interviews. Yeah, I have a feeling Dateline is tilted one way and the staircase is tilted the opposite I have, way. This is why we're doing this. Yeah. Because I have a very good feeling. So Kathleen's sister goes to the house and she says there's blood at the foot of the stairs, like washed up the walls. And they show pictures and it is like the Kool-Aid man broke through the wall and his glass pitcher exploded all over the staircase. It is blood everywhere it was a very jovial analogy for a very dismal scene yeah that's what we do here are you new i do thanks so there's blood sprayed up the wall there's blood outside on the sidewalk or the walkway into the house a little bit yeah there's do you not know about that there's blood outside i i remember there's like two drops Yeah. yeah there's blood smeared by the door and on a cabinet in the kitchen Michael thinks the- Up for debate. Okay. Up for debate as to when the blood in the kitchen got there. Okay, that's fair. Michael thinks the police are being hard on him because of his articles on the city cops. He's constantly writing articles criticizing the cops. The police chief had called him the week- No, a few days before only and told him, stop writing these articles. You're making us look really bad. Yeah, did you not know that? No, that's not in the staircase at all. Yeah, so he- that's why he felt like he was being looked at as a suspect right away. 
because he I was think, a muckraker. Do you think that's why? No, but I think he got the vibe from the cops that showed up that they were kind of excited that there was like something that had happened to him that they could possibly that's blame awful. on him. Yeah. But I think they took one look at the blood and were like, oh, no, you straight up killed her. It's possible, but they did all know who he was because he had been writing these constant articles about the police force. He had written one that said that they only f- solve 5% of crimes and how ridiculous oh, that God. was and how there was like money troubles and like he had gotten a call specifically from the police chief saying, stop writing these articles. Kathleen's sister says that their marriage was fine, but then she thinks more and she says, well, Kathleen was concerned about her job security. They were drowning in credit card debt. They had lost money in the stock market. The house was a money pit and the kids were in expensive colleges. So money was an issue. Also, Michael had ran and lost for mayor of the town. And he had lied in his campaign and claimed to have been given a purple heart, but he was actually injured in a car accident in Japan. We should probably add false military record to the bingo cards. Oh. Because it seems to happen. Yeah, maybe so. It does happen. And it's not always indicative of murder. Like, I don't believe Brian Williams murdered anyone, but I do believe it is sometimes indicative of some serious issues. Fair enough. Point taken. Okay, Point so taken. Kathleen had apparently lost some friendships. So e- the EMTs said that a lot of the blood was dry when they got there. And the blood pattern expert said that it was a homicide and Michael was arrested and all the kids stand by him. All of how, them. How quick is he arrested? He's arrested fairly, fairly. quickly. Yeah. Okay, okay. The autopsy says that there were multiple long lacerations to her head, which is not consistent with the fall. It's more like she had been hit with a metal object. So that's when they get the autopsy results. Kathleen's sister with the stripy hair and Kathleen's biological daughter, the one that's not Margaret and Martha, she they both think that Michael did it. They both turn on Michael. The autopsy report is the thing. Yes, the stepsisters, the daughter and his two daughters, never speak again. And it's very sad because this daughter lost her house where she lived, her stepdad, her mom, and her stepsisters. It's really sad. But Mar- Mike, Mike, Martha, Martha, Margaret and Martha, Eminem, are yeah, faithful to their dad. And they are both yes, interviewed are. throughout on Dateline. Are they very sweet? Uh, because they're very, very sweet. The detective gets a call from... The family of a woman named Elizabeth Ratliff. That's when it gets bumped up a notch. So they already think he did it. But then they get this call that 20 years ago, Michael Peterson and his first wife were living in Germany. And this is a rewind. Rewind. I remember that night. I just might. Hey, when I sing Hamilton, it makes my mic fall over. Because I get too enthusiastic. I go balls to the wall all day, every day with Hamilton. Stop. Stop. Those youths. Those youths in their (laughs) t-shirts. The youths. So Michael and his wife live in Germany and they're friends with this woman, Elizabeth, who's a widow of two daughters. Elizabeth comes over for dinner. Michael drives her home after dinner. The next morning... 
Elizabeth's nanny comes running over and says Elizabeth is like dead or something. Michael runs over to Elizabeth's house and she is, guess where? At the bottom of not a slide, but a staircase at her house. It's just like before. I mean, it's before because it's, it is before. This is number one. So Kathleen turns out number two lady staircase. The last person they saw was Michael. A friend notices there's way too much blood at this house in Germany. That's disputed because apparently the police didn't write that down, I guess. So the friends are saying that, but Michael points out that the police didn't seem to notice that there was way too much blood. They had The friend noticed weird things like she hadn't put out her kids' plates for breakfast the next morning, which she always does. And I guess she always took off her boots the second she walked in the house, but she was wearing her, her boots on the stairs. So it's like she was running from someone. Michael told the cops that she had a bleeding disorder or a stroke or an aneurysm. I guess her dad had had an aneurysm. And Michael and his wife take custody of dead Elizabeth's daughters. It was in her will. So M and M are not his real daughters. They are Elizabeth's daughters. And after he divorced his first wife, he took them and then married Kathleen. So who who are we getting interviews with in this portion, in the Elizabeth Ratliff portion? Elizabeth's sister. Dark hair? Dark hair who lived in uh-huh. the US. Uh-huh. And, and who else? A friend with blonde hair. Crispy? Crispy. Who, Long? Yes. Who okay. says there was too much blood. Uh-huh. And I think that's it. Okay. Do you want to know about this or do you want to wait? Yeah, I know there's a lot more because someone on Twitter said something like a headache or something. Yeah. Like she had yeah. had a really bad headache or something. She had a disorder. Like she had a bleeding disorder. So she did. So he wasn't that lying. that was something that she actually did have. She had something called it's Von something disease. And it leads to aneurysms, I guess. So this is not something, this is something obviously genetic that could have happened. Mm -hmm. Also, the boots thing makes no sense. This is the first I'm hearing of the boots thing. But when you have an aneurysm, you know you lose your mind for a little bit before, right? Not all. You do? Yeah, your brain kind of goes haywire. She couldn't sort of control Uh her movements. So I don't know if that always happens, but it might happen, which would make a lot of sense for her falling down the stairs, too. Yes. Or being confused enough to not put out the children's plates. Right. If she had had this headache continuing for several days, that makes sense, right? Yeah. She could have just started to go upstairs and said, I'll do the plates tomorrow. No, and the, the blood is really disputed. Everybody on trial was, or everyone that came to the trial was... Very much. It's like they had all talked to each other and decided that there was a lot of blood at the scene because there was a lot of blood at Kathleen's scene. But there are I no don't pictures actually, from Germany police saying? I don't think there are. There's not any documentation of there being an abnormal amount of blood for someone falling down a staircase. Also, in the staircase, it's really cool because they go to Germany to the house. Mm-hmm. So you do get to see how close the Petersons were. And also... I think they make it seem a little bit, I don't know, it sounds like Dateline makes it seem like she had been a widow for a long time. Her husband had literally just died. Mm. She was a new widow. Mm. They died like very, very close together because the the daughters were very, very young. Now, here's something. How long had Michael and his wife known her? 
for quite a while. Before the daughters were born? Yes. Patty Patty is the hit the first wife. And we get a lot of Patty the first wife in the staircase. The one who survived. The one who survived. But also, Patty comes to the States for the entire trial. She's sitting in the audience the entire time. She is very supportive. The first of wife. Michael. Of Michael. He did not do this. Right, because she so. didn't get murdered. But is it possible that Michael was having an affair with Elizabeth no. and those no. daughters are his? No, they asked Patty that straight up. And Patty's like, there is absolutely no chance. Like, Patty is one. I be You believe Patty. I don't think he did because of a few they reasons. They just kind of look similar. There's a couple pictures where the three of them, the two daughters and Michael are there and they have similar features. Don't you feel like that kind of happens sometimes, though? Like, haven't you ever noticed that? Like, if like, like you sort of start to start see, to look like your owners, almost you see similarities because you're just kind of accustomed to. It. I don't know. I'm just saying. But right. so, the Germany, the Germany stuff is. It's nice the way they lay it out in the staircase because they spend like an episode on it and they go there. But with they the basically team. negate that he had any involvement. It seems like. Yeah, it really seems like an unbelievably unfortunate coincidence. And then Nancy Grace comes on and says, there are no coincidences in crime. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with her, but... Where's the body? I would never thought I would say I agree with Nancy Grace. I love you, Kimberly. <laughs> okay, that sounded, mom. That sounded like something top else. Top mom. Um, top mom? Top mom. Buy them trial dolls. <laughs> I'm trying to make trials work. Yeah, I got it. I don't think it's going to happen. So it is because I have a theme song already. I'll sing it to you at the end. Okay, Aut the autopsy in Germany says that it was a brain hemorrhage, and it's all put to rest. Except when Kathleen dies, Elizabeth's sister calls the detective and says, "You need to know what happened." Now you're rolling your eyes, but you would do the exact same thing. No, but what's up with the sisters in this case? Well, also, yeah, the sisters are a little bit nosy Nellies, but you would want your sister to do that for you. And I would. if you had died at the bottom of a staircase and then you heard about something 20 years later that somebody else that was right with you before you died also died at the bottom of the stairs. I'd be suspicious. You would definitely call the police and go, just so you know. This is a major coincidence. I'm rolling my eyes at the sister because this particular sister Kathleen, not Kathleen's sister, the the brunette sister Elizabeth's of sister Elizabeth. From yeah. yeah, she had met Michael twice in her life, mm -hmm. and feels the need to go up on the stand and say he's got a mean temper. He's got a mean temper, and they show Michael, and he's like, "I've met her twice. She <laughs> came to Margaret's graduation, and I met her in Germany thirty years ago." Yeah, he's like, "I ah." And the daughters are like, kind of like Margaret Eminem are sort of laughing. And they're like, where is she getting that? It's right. insane. And yeah. it's like that kind of reaction. You can't fake that. He's obviously not an angry dude. No. And he's she not. like comes out and is like this horrible. Unless temper. there was audio tape of him exploding, I would have a hard time. He's not. He's not that dude. him getting angry because he see that's why trial and error the first season is all about the staircase and Michael Peterson. It's oh, that's a parody, right. I need to watch that. and yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lithgow plays him. So it's it's perfect. It's he's like this hapless guy who's kind of a crazy genius, mm -hmm. and he roller skates around the town 
on like old school roller skates and bad stuff constantly happens to him everything that happens makes it look so bad like he's guilty but he seems so nice and charming and like just like mr magoo and like or amelia bedelia and just keeps walking into these like scenarios that make him look so bad and it's like but he's john lithgow you know did michael peterson get money from that no I don't think oh, so. That's a shame. I don't think he has much money. Oh. So, and then the second season is all about Robert Durst. So. Right. And, the and show Kristen is, Chenoweth, right? Yeah. And then the show is on the bubble. It, like, needs to be picked up by somebody. So, retweet, save, trial and error. That's, we've all okay. been retweeting. But. We have? I have from Dateline. And Josh Mankiewicz has. Oh, your new bestie. And Kristen Chenoweth liked one of my tweets about it. Oh, wow. I know. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So. We're kind of all over the place here. Apologies. No, not at all. So after Germany. Okay. So after Germany, the assistant DA who is – I want to say something, but I shouldn't say it because she just passed away. So you know the woman who wears a scrunchie and her hair is pulled back? She ages a lot, which obviously everyone does. And there's – she's like a strong woman – She's the assistant DA. No, in the she's in the the staircase and the the Dateline episode. She is the assistant DA. I don't know how else to describe it. So she's the one who prosecutes him. The dark-haired female. Yes. When Uh, did she pass away? Just extremely recently, like a few weeks ago. And oh, that's sad. It is sad because she had since she prosecuted Michael Peterson. She had a really downhill slope. So really, I didn't know she because... ran for head DA or whatever and lost. She ran for something else and she lost. She was eventually like fired, and she got into a couple DUIs. <gasps> and then That's so sad. When her last DUI, it said that she was working at this dry cleaners. Like, don't tell me anymore. We're don't talking tell me anymore. like a really don't. bad downslope that's, of that's her life. That's really hard. And, and also, it's very like hard. she was, she was really, she was a crack the whip. She was good. Yeah. Like in the case, I thought she was stronger than her male counterpart by far. Yeah, in I thought the she staircase. was too. She was the one to fear more for yeah. sure when she was cross examining. And then you know what's sad is they touch on it in the staircase. At one point, they say that 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 guy. The, the other prosecutor, he was now the DA. Mm. So she lost to him. Yeah. And then it says she was no longer with the DA's office. Correct. Yeah. But that's all they say. But that's so sad. Yeah. And so she was recently found in her house. And I'm not sure if there were oh, the circumstances. I'm not sure the circumstances if there was like alcohol involved or something like that. Oh, no. Um, but so, yeah, it's sad because. But rest unlike, in peace. Rest in peace. Seriously. And unlike. Unlike. The case that I want us to re-go over. Ransom? No, the one that we got contacted by a family member for that we oh, might yes. be talking more about. But that yes. DA had literally admitted they had absolutely no evidence and it took them three years to decide if they were going to prosecute. Finally, they decided they were getting no new evidence, so they decided to prosecute. Like, that was bs and the bothered me because and then they won and they were like well we totally had an airtight case and we won you know but this da i felt like there was a lot of plausible 
things that pointed towards him. I don't blame her for going after him at all. It seemed very plausible that he did do it. Just the amount of blood. Yeah. I'm saying just like as an outside observer, when I saw the pictures, I was shocked. Yeah. It's the Kool-Aid man. So That is so cavalier. I know. It's Um, It's not good. Should I get a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel? And then just be super cavalier all the time. Um, okay, so just for you, everything I do. Okay, so the, the assistant DA, who is wearing a scrunchie, and the only reason I'm pointing that out is because we've had many Twitter conversations lately, well, I have, with some of our followers, and Josh Mankiewicz, about this new kind uh-huh. of scrunchies that they uh-huh. say hold up your pony higher and don't let it droop and then sean g was asking questions because he didn't understand but it was so cute because he was trying to understand like as a guy don't worry about it sean g and um and then i said and then he said something i said he was the woman whisperer and he said that's going to be the title of my dateline case and i said who will your host be bear in mind josh mankowitz is still on this thread although i think he's emotionally tapped out by now and josh mankowitz wrote i have and like, he's so sick of hearing about these scrunchies. But there are these cool – and then there's a scrunchie that you bend and clip into your hair. It's like a circle. So why So why are we talking about oh, anyways, the scrunchie? Just because she, was she wore one? She wearing a scrunchie and Dennis is staring at her. And so there's like a picture I took from the screen of Dennis looking super unimpressed by her scrunchie. Anyways, it's very sad because rest in peace. So she asks Eliz- – she asks Eminem if they can exhume – Elizabeth, who is their, they call her their birth mother because Uh they really only knew her for a few years, right? No, Kathleen is mom. Yeah, but Kathleen was not even mom. It should be, what's her first, the first one? Patty, what's her name? I think they got divorced pretty quick. I think Kathleen had been mom for a hot minute. Okay, so they- They They say that they started calling her mom when she was a freshman in high school. Okay. She went a few years calling her Kathleen and then it turned into mom. Okay. So Patty still lived in Germany. Okay. So they ask, the DA asks Eminem if they can exhume Elizabeth's body. So, the, and they want to just prove that their dad is innocent. So they do it. And the bells toll. Did they talk about that on the staircase? How the bells toll as they're exhuming the body? Like, literally, the church bells are ringing, and it's very dramatic. And they have her body examined by the same medical examiner that examined Kathleen's body. And, when and they, this is who? This is Elizabeth from Germany. The, the medical examiner. Oh, who I Who is this? Know. The woman. Can't remember her name. Okay. She's a big deal. I just... I'm sure. So, when they take off the... They open the casket, it's so tight that she's still, like very intact her nail polish is still on it seems pretty good they did a good job that's what i want so there are seven lacerations on her scalp just like kathleen and they say uh, dennis says in death they could have been twins so their head wounds match according to the medical examiner exactly the same do you want to speak about this no okay do you want i just don't i don't think that I don't think they were exactly the same. They show some pictures. They look pretty similar. What do they say on the staircase? You're a little brainwashed by the staircase, I have to say. They don't say anything about it. They don't. I mean, they talk about the lacerations a little bit, but not. 
Okay, but it's like the same number. I do know that. It's the same number of lacerations when someone fell down the stairs and there shouldn't be lacerations. So that's kind of weird, you admit. I admit that's weird, but I, I also admit that it's weird the things that are lacking that would come with if you're because you're suggesting that he beat her about the head, right? Yeah. Now, there are no brain injuries and no skull fractures, mm-hmm. which lead me to go with another theory that comes up later. Of course. But for Elizabeth's case, right. also the biggest problem with Elizabeth's case and honestly why Michael didn't do it is because he would have had to do it the night before, right? Yeah. She wasn't in rigor. Uh. At over 12 hours had passed. She would have most definitely been in rigor. And there is no, they say, they say you, you don't forget moving a body that's in rigor. Because right. she is cockeyed on the stairs. Uh-huh. She wouldn't, you would remember, you pick someone up almost like a block of ice, you right. know, like a, you're frozen. Yeah. She would been, she was dead fairly recently. Now, we don't know, though, if he was, has an alibi, right? He was just asleep with his wife. He does. He has an alibi because at the time he was at home. Right. Yeah, with his wife. But they were sleeping. When the woman runs from next door, he comes around the corner in his boxer shorts and like a t-shirt. She's like, he clearly just woke up. But he could have killed her a couple hours before. Snuck if out. If he snuck out and killed her in the morning, I suppose. But I have no idea what his motive was for killing her. Okay. He then takes care of her two daughters for the rest of his life. If they're his, he wanted them. There was no money in the estate. What there if was nothing. He tried also, to... the daughters were also left to him and her by the father who passed away. By the way, the daughters in his will, their birth father's will, uh-huh. he left the two girls. He said, should anything happen to me or my wife or both of us, they need to go to Mike and Patty. Yeah. So I don't think there was an affair. I don't think there was anything going on. We've seen affairs that people haven't known about. What if he tried to do something the night before and she got really, really upset and he tried to go back over and make amends and she was like, no, I'm telling Patty or I'm going to the police. Like he was like, was like trying to rape her or something. He definitely wasn't trying to rape her, but okay, I will give you that, maybe. That's what I kind of thought. It's like something happened bad when he dropped her off the night before. Okay, maybe so. And so then he sneaks out in the early morning and goes and kills her. It's possible. And waits for the nanny to find her. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, I'm just saying, it's not impossible. It's not impossible at all. Although the kids probably would have heard something if they were in the house and they didn't. No, 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 babies. They They were were babies. Mm-hmm. They were, were they, well, I thought they were little kids. They were babies. No, no, they were like two and one. Okay, babies. so they were asleep. Um, yeah. They sleep through anything. Okay, so what, so Margaret and Martha think it's ridiculous. Like uh, like you said, why would they kill their mom and then get saddled with two screaming kids? Which is when I thought maybe they were his kids, but we're saying we don't when think they already that. Have, when they already have two boys of their own. Right, but I want to know, like... If he killed their birth mom and then he killed their stepmom, I want to know more about Patty, why she didn't get killed. Like, what did she do? better watch the staircase. It's so good. Is she, she a really is, good cook or something? She is a character. Really? Yes. Okay. So the trial of Michael Peterson is a national spectacle. 
And there's one reporter who looks so much like this lady that was on Baywatch. It was very distracting to me. Just an FYI. So Michael seems to definitely like the attention. He kind of hams it up whenever the cameras are on him. And he's very well spoken. And he gives like a lot of press conferences. And he even lets the documentary film him like in court when he's on trial. The prosecutor starts the trial by telling the jury that there were secrets and there <laughs> are some secrets. So Michael had been creating online relationships with men, explicit and again, okay, so he was bisexual, but a lot of people on Twitter were very up in arms. The dateline seemed to imply that having a having a double life or having a secret life equals being bisexual. And I just want to defend dateline and say, I don't think it was the bisexual part. It was the married and having affairs part with anyone of any gender, there were escorts involved. That constitutes a secret slash double life. I don't think it was homophobic or anything or biphobic. Michael's creating online relationships with men. There's uh, these explicit emails between him and a male escort named Soldier Top Brad. Love Soldier Top Brad. And De Dennis has to say Soldier Top Brad. And he has to say a beefcake pose complete with dog tags. And there is a beefcake oh, pose complete with dog tags. Is Dennis Brad is Brad on? Does Brad interview? Brad is only interviewed on the stand. We only get to see his oh, interview. I but don't... you see how charming he is, right? Delightful. The guy? Delightful. Oh, he's so well-spoken. It's the one part that Oliver was like, huh. What, is he's Oliver like, into he's... him? <gasps> no, because he's very, he's sort of almost funny at points. Yeah. He says, they say, what do you know about this murder? He goes, I know Diddley. <laughs> Diddley. Like, he's just, but it's in a, such a charming way. And Oliver's like, well, yeah, he gets paid a lot of money. He, he has paid a lot of money. He has I to be charming. And I guarantee you his business went up after the original Dateline aired and the trial and the staircase. He's, no, I don't, I don't know what he anymore. looks like now. I think he's done. Yeah. He's not, he wasn't an escort for very much longer. But during the trial, and the trial was like very publicized, I bet his business went up. Probably. Because he seems very nice and cute. And, oh, yeah. But date, Dateline is really making Dennis earn his paycheck because you have – the BDSM episode and now you have Soldier Top and I wondered if Dennis knew what Soldier Top is implying but of course he does Dennis know. is a man Dennis is a professional and a man of the world why are you sliding Dennis like he like he's a bumpkin that doesn't know things Dennis is no nobody's bumpkin he didn't know diabolical Dennis sometimes plays up bumpkin <laughs> to garner sympathy <laughs> From certain interviews and or the audience. But he's super But I don't buy it for a minute. He is savvy. About yeah. tops. Okay. He knows about all that stuff. Okay. So Peterson, Michael Peterson writes to Soldier Top Brad, you have great reviews, which makes me laugh so hard that escorts have like Yelp reviews. And oh, yeah. Michael wrote, I've never done escort before, but I used to pay to... F, a super macho guy who played lacrosse. <laughs> it's so funny to me because, again, it's so like East Coast elite. <laughs> it is. It is. He went to Oberlin or he went to Wesleyan. It's not like football or anything. It's no. lacrosse that he. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And then Michael says, I'm very bi and that's all there is to it. 
And so Soldier Top Brad takes the stand and he says that in his dates with men, he does everything under the sun. And which I want to know, do they really do everything under the sun literally? Like, does he do public stuff too? I don't know. I think it depends on how much money, right? What he does. I don't know. They're there to make money. So he and Michael were supposed to meet before the murder, but it never happened. But the prosecution is saying Kathleen may have logged onto the computer, found out these emails, and they fought about it. So then the prosecution brings on a blood expert who says the blood shows that she was beaten with an object. And there's also blood on the inside of Michael's shorts, like he was standing over her and the blood flew up into his shorts. Did they show how far the blood was inside his shorts? No. Well, maybe. There were some pictures with rulers of the blood. They had dried blood also, which shows that maybe she was dead for a while. And there were red neurons, and thank you for not saying neurons, because that would have killed me, on her head that formed showing that she's dead for at least like two hours, maybe, before he called 911. But, but maybe that, he was outside. That. Yeah. Well, he already said he was outside. He yeah. said he was so just he relaxing by the water. So he never claimed to know when she died. Right. So then they thought that he had delayed calling 911 because he was staging the scene, like putting out wine glasses and stuff like that, and maybe hiding the murder weapon. Her blood alcohol was 0.7 or 0.07. Correct. So it was legal, but it was enough that – we'll get into that later. So where's the murder weapon? His sister – her sister had given her a blow poke, and which I didn't know what that was, and maybe he had hidden it outside, and that's how the blood got on the walkway, because it had dripped when he was going to hide it somewhere outside. Then they bring back all the friends from Germany, and they all take the stand, and they all knew Elizabeth and said Michael was the last person to see her, and they keep doing, does lightning strike twice? They use the lightning analogy a million times. And the state's case lasts two months. That is a long trial. That's crazy long. Yeah, it's crazy long. Now, Michael doesn't take the stand, but he sits down with Dennis. Now, Michael says he's always known he was bi. This is the my OMG. <laughs> Can't with this. He was in love with this girl named Melanie Grant. Do they talk about Melanie Grant on the staircase? Melly Grant? Melanie. Not but Melly. Melly. But Melly Grant? From Scandal? Yeah. No. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? No, this okay, is Melanie. Sorry. Okay. Did she look like Melly? They don't show her picture, thank God. Uh, why? Okay. It's okay. bad enough that they say her name. Okay. All right. So he says, I was in, he's telling Dennis, I was in love with this girl. And during this masturbatory fantasy Oy. <laughs> and certainly there was Melly, but then there was also this shortstop on my ball team oh that's right and dennis is like how did he get a part in this fantasy and michael's like i know i was like what are you doing here yeah 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 and notice he doesn't say the shortstop's name but he fully says melanie's name on oh, national tv and says he was having a masturbatory fantasy about her. Okay. Thanks. Melly's so happy right now. Yeah. He says he did sometimes sleep with men while he was married to Kathleen, but
but he didn't want a boyfriend. He didn't want to cuddle. He didn't want to be in love with them or in a relationship. He was in love with Kathleen. It was just about sex with the guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Michael thinks that Kathleen knew, but they never discussed it. He thinks she had an idea. He kind of says that his son knows or his son's. He kind of stumbles upon that part. And I looked at the subtitles. He's like, my son's, but no, I don't, we never discussed it that she knew, but I think she knew. But I, so I think he's trying to say that his sons knew, or at least one of them knew. Kathleen was very liberal and open-minded and would have been accepting about it, he thinks. I think she knew. I have to say, I think she probably just, I think this was she a probably don't ask, don't too. tell in yeah. their own home, in their own home. And also- this is an empty nest thing. All the kids had just gone out for college like they're, you know, and so she's sort of like, do as you will. I love you anyways. I know you have these desires that I can't fulfill because yeah. I'm not a man. But I mean, a, a liberal woman would, I think. I think there's entertain that out of after now, a long I time think of marriage. I would be fine with it. Yeah. But I also think there's a difference of me saying that and it's another woman of an older age than us saying I'm super liberal, but then that doesn't mean she wants to be married to a guy who's acting out gay relationships with other men. Like I think she would rather have that and have her best friend still and have this man that right. she loves. I think she would rather have that. I, then I tend have to him agree. be in love with a man. I tend I to think, agree. And maybe she thought he was this like artsy author type. And I, so she I, thought he needs to express himself and be himself. And I'm fine with that. As, I think these are two really cerebral people that we're talking right. about who talked about everything. He said they would talk for hours and hours. And I bought it. I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, that I know those people. Yeah. And they would drink their wine yes. and have these discussions and philosophically. And I'm sure... They've danced around this and nobody, it's said but unsaid. Yes. You know? I, so I, I can see that. I believed him when he said that. I believe it too. But I, again, we can't, we don't want to speculate because it's- But it's also not great in a murder trial no. because most of the world is not going to see it that way. Right, of They're going to see it as you were having an affair of on your wife who you claim you loved and then she's dead now. Yeah, of course. You have to watch Trial and Error. It's so funny. (laughs) So the financial expert says that, and Michael points out, that the Petersons were still technically worth $1.5 million. So even though they did have credit card debt and the house was a money pit and all of that, they weren't doing bad enough to warrant like a murder over money situations. And he, Michael agrees with Dennis that the odds of two women at the bottom of the stairs is crazy. And he says if he had written it in one of his – or Dennis says if you had written it in one of your books, your editor – and Michael's like, yeah, he would have made me change one of them and have her right. dying in the bathtub or something. Yeah. So somebody's been watching Dateline. He knows it's stairs <laughs> or bathtub. So Kathleen – then this is different. This is interesting. Is Michael says Kathleen had had an injury diving into the pool a few weeks before. And do they talk about this on the staircase? No, I don't remember this. Okay. So she had severely injured her neck, I think. I think she had hit her head when she had been diving into the pool. She had been suffering from dizzy spells. She was wearing a neck brace and she was on a con- she was on several different medications. I knew that. I knew she was on several different medications. Yeah. So yeah. first she was on Percocet 
which is for pain. Then oh. she was on Valium, which is for pain. And then she was on Flexerol, which is a muscle relaxer. And right. if you mix any of those with alcohol, it amplifies Shh. the effect by a ton. There was Valium in her system yeah. when she died. Yes. Yeah. And it was for this injury that she had had mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. a few weeks before. So he's saddest michael saddest that eminem don't talk to kathleen's daughter anymore like that seems to really break his heart because they were all best friends so now it's the defense's turn they say she had wine and pain medicine and tripped on her flip-flops on the stairs and this his defense attorney is named david rudolph and do you know that he follows us on twitter how he wrote to me last month because I was totally bitching about how the owl theory isn't in the dateline. And he wrote to us about how it just came to him like right before closing arguments. So they didn't include it. And I said, that's fine. But I still think it should be in the documentary because it's way more interesting than some of the other stuff. And um, <gasps> and he- you didn't say that you insulted the documentary. No, I just said it's I said it's a crazy theory and that's entertaining. I said that's why, like, it's on the Dateline episode because it's an interesting theory. And, like, mm-hmm. I totally get why they didn't bring it up in trial if they just heard about it right before. But right. it should be included because they did at one point bring it to the court system and try to get him a new trial based on this theory. So it should have been part of the documentary, I think. Are we going to go sure. into the theory now? Yes. No, not but yet. We- in a little bit. Okay. So, hi, David Rudolph, though. He follows us. It's exciting. Hi, David Rudolph. So, he says that they never argued and that they were in love. And even Soldier Top Brad says that while most of his clients never talked about their wives, that Michael had said, I love my wife and nothing will ever destroy that. And they put on this celebrity forensic scientist who was involved in the OJ case, and they put him on the stand. And as part of his demonstration, he takes a sip of like red liquid and then spits it all over this whiteboard. How else can I say that? Is he the, wait, is he the white haired gentleman? No, he is Asian. Asian, He is Asian. Okay. And um, he was involved in OJ. I guess. And so he's saying when he's doing the spitting thing, his take is, well, you're bleeding, but you're still walking around. So she would still be bleeding all over. It's not like you just die in one place. You kind Mm -hmm. of move and you shake your head and blood goes everywhere. But I kind of wish when he had spit the spat, the liquid that it had like gone on the stenographer's uh, typewriter. (laughs) And And she had been like, excuse me. I just think that would have been really funny. So, Your Honor, we need to break. We need to break. That would be great. I have a sticky typewriter now, or he got on the jury, and they're like, I hate that guy. He spit on me. This is from Ann Taylor Law. <laughs> I think, okay. Yeah. I think it would have been know, really funny. I don't know why I went for that one. Okay. I think it would have been really, yeah, this jury is well-dressed. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why. I went straight for it. They're fancy. So they, he says that the blood in the shorts could have been from when he was cradling her body. And that's how it got up in there. The dried blood could have been because she had fallen earlier. He never said when she fell. And the blood from outside couldn't be trusted because the EMTs were in and out and the crime scene. There were detectives everywhere. So he just basically tells us to ignore the blood on the outside of the house. The cuts on her were deep, but there were no bone fractures or injury to the brain, which Correct. David Rudolph says is basically impossible if you beat someone with a metal object that you're going to get 
enough injury that they die from blood loss, but you don't crack their skull at all or their mm-hmm. brain. So, and that makes sense to me. So, three months into the trial, one of Michael's sons finds the blowpoke in the basement, and it is covered with bugs and spider webs. Looks like it has been there for years. No, it's in the garage, right? I thought it was the basement, but I guess it looked like they kept saying it's basement, a, but it looks like a garage. It's a basement garage. It's a basement so garage. So if there's a car in there. Okay. So it's yeah. a basement garage. It is covered with bugs. Like they show yes. a bug on it and spider yeah. webs. Yeah. And it's hard to kind of age something that badly. In, there, there's no way. In a few months, like to falsely age something. They didn't, they didn't age it. Um, no. Somebody took it down there to like poke at something or get at something in the garage. A long time ago. And it, and it stayed down there. Right. There are no dents on it at all that probably would have happened if it hit her head. So the jury debates for three days and they find him guilty and he gets life in prison. And when the judge lets him speak, he turns around and tells his kids that everything will be okay. And David Rudolph looks like he's crying. It's really sad. The attorney. Yeah. So the family sells the big dream house and they start visiting their dad in prison and just accept that this is their life. But Michael thinks I'm going to get out of here. He doesn't know how, but he has faith that he's going to get out of there. They do a bunch of failed appeals. They all get shut down. It goes all the way to the state Supreme Court. They all get rejected. Michael's brother, who Bill, who's an attorney, he steps in. He goes through all the evidence again. And he talks to this neighbor who's a lawyer, a neighbor of Michael's, who comes up with the owl theory. This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. Now we're talking owls, which is not at all in the staircase. Not at all in the staircase, but Bill is a lot in the staircase. And Bill is kind of delightful. They have like a similar pattern of... They do have a... Just almost lost my mic. My mic's fallen like 10 times. I don't know. It's just so hot. Things just fall. (laughs) It's like the metal's melting. I can't stand up anymore. So yeah, the brother is very similar in the way they speak. They have similar yeah. mannerisms. I liked the I liked the brother, and the brother helps out. Yeah, the brother like stays there, and it's like yes. I'm gonna see you through this. Yes, and, but but gotta say, David Rudolph, he's a champion. Oh, totally. So, but can we talk about the owl theory now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So this is the theory, which should have been in the staircase. I will say it until my dying breath. That it should have been in the staircase and Mm -hmm. why I won't watch it. So Kathleen goes out front of the house while Michael is in the back. Bear in mind, the house, the property is 9,000 square feet, Mm -hmm. which is insanely huge. It's big. So she's all the way in the front of the house checking on the Christmas decorations that she had put up earlier in the day. She's checking on them. An owl... I know it sounds funny, but bear with me, lands on her head, tears at her scalp, okay? Tons of blood. She is disoriented. She runs inside, leaving the drops of blood on the sidewalk or on the walkway and on the door, the handprint of blood on the door, falls on the stairs, gets up disoriented, falls again. So there's blood everywhere. 
the cops had heard the theory and were laughing at it this whole time. They had even put a photo of an owl on their most wanted list as a joke. So they really, yeah. The defense didn't put it into trial so as not to confuse the jury. And they heard right. about it really late. And they're also entering the blowpoke really late. Right. The blowpoke is being entered at it, like the final hour because they, they find found it. it at the end. Yeah. Right. Right. So the jury never heard the owl theory at all. I think if they had heard it, it probably would have put reasonable doubt in at least one of their heads and maybe would have resulted in a hung jury. In my opinion, it's enough to cause reasonable doubt if yeah, they I'll, had. I'll tell you why I think. Yeah. So in the original police file, my uh, the brother finds that it says the word feather and no one had ever brought this up before. So he goes to the forensic people and he has them reanalyze all of the stuff that they have, which was like the blood, the bloody hair from Kathleen's head, and that she had clutched at her own hair. So there was like her hair was in her hands. So they search that hair and they find two tiny feathers that you have to magnify 400 times to see. But apparently it's this type of feather that grow. Micro feather. They grow under the claws of an owl. And right. owls leave them when they grip something. And if you look at the distinctive lacerations on her scalp, they look like talon marks. They literally look like talon. That's that was what got me. Like the minute the owl theory comes in, you're like, oh, that would. That's why that one looks like a tripod uh -huh. because it looks like a claw. It does. And the fact that there were seven makes sense because I guess claw like they have three. So mm -hmm. I think they it scratched her like one, and then one got her. You know, like there's six, three and three, and then one extra from like attacking her. You know, and oh, absolutely, um, there. Dennis even makes the talon marks with his fingers, so it does. To me, it makes sense. People really it makes, mock it online, like, but it's ridiculous because it makes total sense when I heard the theory because yeah. that not just the talon marks. These owls are indigenous to that area, oh, and they let me have, get to that. Oh, sorry. Okay. So we meet this guy, Brian Unger, who you're talking about. He lives only 20 miles away from the Peterson's house. So he is walking with his coworker one night and it's on camera. They get attacked by an owl and we see the attack. Now, I wish they had shown it on a staircase so you could watch it with me because for some reason when the guy that gets attacked – he this owl lands on his head he bends over really fast for some reason the back of his shirt flips up <gasps> exposing his whole back and his pants fall down oh, halfway no. down his butt what so no. you Was see he injured so much butt crack Oh my god, poor guy. Poor, I know. And they show it like in repeat. So Why are they showing this? And you're this? like, why aren't they blurring out his butt cheek? So what is his happening? crack. So, but it looks intense. Like he's a huge man. He's probably twice the size of Kathleen. And he gets attacked and it like knocks him down. So this guy, Brian, who's his coworker, is walking with him and says it was the scariest thing ever. Two weeks later... Brian is by himself and he gets attacked by an owl. Two weeks later, he's first with his coworker, then he's walking by himself. An owl hits him. He said it was so hard, it felt like getting hit by a baseball bat. And oh he God. was bleeding so much, he fell to the ground. 
it literally knocked the wind out of him, knocked him to the ground, and he was bleeding so much that he thought he lost an eye because the owl actually hooked part of his left eye. And he has a scratch from his left eye all the way back to his head. He has a scar. You can see it. So within two weeks, he was attacked twice. And this is 20 miles from the Peterson house. Yep. It totally makes sense. And I know people discount it because they think it's like a lame or it's too crazy to be true or it's stupid. I mean, people make so much fun of it on Twitter. But honestly, like this is the it only thing sense. to me that makes sense. Yeah. Because it she, makes sense. It would be so fast and it probably did con- like give her some sort of a concussion. And it's trying to pull your head up. So it wouldn't be beating down on your brain. It's like grabbing your scalp and pulling it up. Yeah. So she probably didn't even know how bad she was bleeding until she gets to the stairs and gets woozy and then falls back and breaks those, breaks those, the scars open, breaks, Mm -hmm. you know, the wounds open. And then there's just blood everywhere. It's also the only thing that makes sense for the amount of blood without there being a brain injury and for her having bloody soles of her feet. Mm. She had extremely bloody soles of her feet and they're trying to say that she was getting up and fighting Michael, but uh, no, I think she she didn't understand what was happening. She was so disoriented. She keeps trying right. to get up and then slipping and falling again in her own blood. Correct. She didn't know. I think she didn't start honestly. I don't think she really started bleeding until she fell off the stairs. She tried to go up the stairs and like her brain just went bye bye and she fell completely back and busted those. Well, that kind of explains what open. the one problem I have with the theory is why isn't there more blood outside? Why are there only a couple drops leading to the house? And I, and I think what you're saying is like it didn't start gushing until she gushing got inside. Gushing until she hit her head and then it went boom and they opened. And I think she was holding her head. Right. Like I think she's the holding blood her and head her with hair. her hands. She has right. hair. And then when she fell, that all went just to pot. Yeah. And so, but it's the only thing that honestly makes sense. Now, I'm not me. a doctor, but. Some people, like one person online said, like when they used to scalp people, like uh-huh. that Ugh. the the reason that kills you is because there are so many vacillatory, like mm-hmm. in your scalp, there are so many blood areas and arteries that mm-hmm. that area bleeds. That's why that bleeds so heavily. So that does make sense to right. me. Again, I probably sound really stupid, but no, but that that makes, makes sense. total sense. It, I mean, a hundred percent. There's no, and she probably didn't yell out, you know, right? And again, makes, she was nine thousand square feet away from her husband, right? Who was asleep outside and been drinking a bottle of wine. Yeah, and he's an older gentleman who might sleep very no, he's soundly. Just, he's just dozing. Yeah, he's dozing by the pool. There's there's also a fountain inside the pool, and I don't know about you. But if there's a fountain oh, in a room, a noise. you can't even hear someone from mm-hmm. like 20 feet away. Yeah. If there's a fountain right next to you, there's Let a fountain. on the complete other side of a massive estate. No, you can't. It just doesn't. This is the thing that makes, I think the owl makes sense. I'm in 100% agreement when I'm I heard so the owl. I was because like, I thought oh, you were going to make it. fun of me. Yeah. No, I knew that was it. I was like, that is the only thing that happened here because I don't think he did it. But I, it looks like he did. Right. Completely. It's really the, hard for me since I don't tend to not believe in coincidences that I know. this would happen twice to him. 
I know. That's really, really hard for me to wrap my mind around. The only thing that you can maybe consider is that maybe he did kill Elizabeth Ratliff, and this is karma. That's possible, too. There's an owl that's just <laughs> karma incarnate. Yes. So, so what the, else happened? The lawyers try to bring the owl theory to the court, but the court totally denies it. They won't give him a new trial based on the owl theory. So everyone assumes Michael's going to die in prison. But then... It is revealed that there was some major misconduct going on in the state crime lab. And Michael said they were all excited, everyone in prison, because they had all been put away by the state crime lab. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like he got along with people in prison. He's like, we were all talking about like, I can't, but then I picture him wearing like a smoking jacket and reading Moby Dick in his cell. But then I feel no. like he was popular, too. I kind of feel he like does, the other guys respected him or something. He does have a pipe in the documentary. Does and he, he does. Really? Yeah. And he listens to classical music. I didn't see a TV in their house. He's that guy. So funny. That's why I think she's OK with the bisexuality. Yeah. That's why I think she's like, OK, get your go do what you need to do. That's so funny. But then he drinks Coke Zero. And I would think he would have like a malt whiskey or oh, something. Oh, no, he has these huge wine. He has the con cognac glasses with That's wine in so it. The funny, sifters. But he's drinking yeah, Coke Zero in, the in Dateline. Well, he can't drink wine. I guess not. He's on trial for his life. I guess. No, this is after. So, okay. So, anyways, the state witness pattern, blood pattern expert, Dwayne Deaver, Ugh. who said that Michael beat her and the blood proved that. And he said that the blood got inside the shorts because he was beating her. He Deepers was is the worst. He's super shady. He had lied about his experience. He had used flawed tests in a bunch of cases that put people away for murder. He yep. had done tests that were designed to prove the prosecution's theory, basically. Correct. So... Yep. They have video of him like they do like party dances whenever they get the yes. the prosecution's theory yes. right. So it's not at all scientific. Scientific. It's not. It's no. trying to prove it's, the theory yeah. that he's getting paid to do. So they start to overturn people's convictions. And David Rudolph, the defense lawyer, comes back without pay to help Michael. And the they show that the blood expert had lied about how much experience he had. And the kicker really is that the prosecutor, unfortunately, the one who passed away, unfortunately, in her closing argument, she had made the specific point that said, in order to believe that Michael's innocent, you have to believe that this amazing blood spatter expert, Dwayne Deaver, whatever, isn't lying and why would he lie to you why would he lie he's not lying michael's lying so unfortunately she like made that huge point and saying that in her closing argument when literally it's proven later that he is the biggest liar so do they do the part do they show the experiment when he's got the sponge on the little block in the hallway yes and they have the blow poke and he's literally raising it like six inches and then hitting it. And and David Rudolph's like, so you're telling me that if you're beating someone to death, you're going like tap, tap, I <laughs> know they tap. didn't show that part. He's like, because if you wind up, there's no blood spatter up here. There's no blood spatter back there. So obviously, if you're hitting someone and they're bleeding and then you're winding your arm back, there would be spatter all that way. Right. And so Devers is like, Oh, uh, yes. 
Yes, I'm, I'm saying that. And he goes, or the weapon was cleaned in between hits. Oh, yeah. He took so time to clean it. You're yeah. taking the moment yeah. and then wiping it clean. And yeah, then just to hit them again. Tap, yeah, that makes sense. Again, and then wipe, tap. It's just. That's funny. It looks like Ichabod Crane again. Another guy. <laughs> like Warren Jeffs. Yes, all of these guys just all look the same. Just, I don't know. But it's such a kicker that she had specifically said, why would this nice, you know, why would this blood expert lie to you? He's not lying to you. Like, Why would she pick that to say in the thing? And then that's exactly what happened. So it's been a decade already since the murder, but he gets a new trial. And the judge decides... You know, that his test, the blood spatter expert's testimony was crucial to the decision that the jury made. So they release Michael on bail and he gets to hold his grandson for the first time and he's hamming it up at the press conference. He's on house arrest and the state says they're going to retry him. But the for the second trial, a lot of the crime scene evidence now wouldn't be allowed because of Dwayne. Dwayne messed everything up. So they couldn't right. use a lot of that stuff. Then they figure out that the computer search was illegal, so they wouldn't be allowed to put Brad the escort on the stand. Then the laws had changed, and they wouldn't be allowed to talk at all about the Germany death of Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So they have like nothing that they can do. But I would think most people, it'd be really hard to find a jury that didn't in that area that didn't know about the case and didn't already know those things in the back of their minds. Right. Even if it wasn't allowed to be presented on trial. So the new trial is scheduled and now Eminem have like newly colored hair. One is blue and one is like blue on the bottom. And Michael decides that he doesn't want to risk going to trial again. So he decides to take a plea deal, an Alford plea for time served. Yeah. And Kathleen's sister screams at poor David Rudolph, the defense attorney, outside the the, uh, courtroom. She does? Yeah, you, they don't show that part? They don't show that. Go, what happened? She goes, she goes, oh, David, so good to see you today. Thank you so much. Pro- pleading guilty. He's guilty. Saying he's guilty just like I always wanted. I did and, see that. And I then did David see that. goes, he's not proving, he's not saying he's guilty. And she goes, Alfred Schmalford, he's guilty. Yeah. Which using the Schmalford thing like that is never good for your no, argument. They do show that it lowers that whole, your no, exchange. It, so does oh, so, so nice to see. Just that like, I want who, do- who does that? <laughs> I mean, her sister died, that. but again, I, I can't know believe your you're defending died. her. I'm usually I'm annoyed with people. You're defending. No, you're- that I felt like was that I felt like was ridiculous. Also, I no, I'm upset because. You have to take into con- into account all sides. And I know it must be really hard, but just as they said, the, the police in this were laser focused on him from the beginning. Right. Then she gets laser focused on him right. and you can't see the forest for the trees and see anything else. And like even Eminem have like kind of a moment where it's like we hear what they're saying and we, we understand it, but it just that isn't what happened. And right. they're like, but they... They recognize but that see, there is I an argument there. But see, I see that they are, they didn't show that part on Dateline. So to me, they were a little bit of family in denial. No, they were much more just sort of like, we know that this is 
a good argument and they show them talking with their friends and stuff. And she's like, but what are we going to do? He didn't do it. And I can't explain to you why. Right. I can just say he didn't do it. Right. And so it really, it rings, that all rings honest to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard because I just as, I'm just as likely to yell at a family member for being in denial than for being laser focused thinking they did it. You know? Yeah, I, I just want them to agree with me. And I don't know what I think, but I always just want them to agree with me. And when they don't, I get really angry, especially when they're like so one focused, one sided Mm. focused. Mm. And I get how upset she must be. This has been going on for a decade. And she must be really upset. You know what? He got eight years in prison. Yeah. There you go. He has served some time. So she but then she's giving her statement in court and she says you can wear the scarlet letter a for adultery and a black g for guilty which is just super dramatic it's just a lot it's a lot but again if i agreed that he did it for sure i would be like go her yeah i know so it's hard for me to say because i still haven't totally made up my mind so did is there anything but here's the problem that i have with her the documentary definitely paints it that when she found out about the bisexuality stuff, that was done. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's, I think, what irritated me. There was a marked, like, that was the change. And she says on the stand, I didn't know anything about his secret life. I thought I knew him. That seemed to be the the big ticket for her was that he was gay. And I had a problem with that. Right. I was like, that's your problem? Right. That's your biggest problem. She does say something on the dateline which bugged me, which was, she's like, I didn't think he did it, but I didn't know about the first woman that died at the bottom of the stairs. And I didn't know that he lied about his purple heart. And so I was like, are those the, the heart is now what you think that why you think he did? Like, But again, each one of these things could be a total red flag. And I when, do understand, but also you can't make them. It does you can't look make, really bad. You can't make mistakes or you're a murderer. Right. I get that, too. Again, I don't think Brian Williams killed anybody. But there have been yeah. several datelines where the lying about a purple heart is a precursor. No, and that's again, true. the first I, yeah. wife at the, or the first lady at the bottom of the stairs is very hard for me to get over. The odds of that's that rough. are astronomical. That's rough. That's like the guy with the cliff. Yes. Two was yeah. it two people on the cliff? Wasn't it two women off the cliff? I don't think so. Because that would be Dang insane. It. I felt like there was. I gotta look that up. There might be an episode like that. So is there anything else specific you want to talk about? Um, I do want to say the judge kind of changes his mind. It's the same judge the entire time. Oh. And he sort of does say, I don't think the Germany should have been led in the first trial. Oh, interesting. And he's the one that let it in. Interesting. I liked that about him, that he could like own that like yeah. maybe he had made a mistake with that. That's and interesting. And I thought that was I thought that was really good. But why um, why is it not relevant? They he they made it seem like it was because the law changed about letting in previous things that you were never committed of or something. I don't right. know exactly what the law was, but this. Well, what does it go to? It doesn't go to motive. No, but it goes to a pattern. But it doesn't go to a pattern because he was not convicted of anything, right? Even and he though... was never even a person of interest or a suspect in that case yeah, at all. But so he was the last person to have seen her. It seemed much more sensational than I guess. It's, it's all circumstantial, but it does seem kind of crazy okay. that you wouldn't allow it. And if I I'll was the that. prosecution, I'd be really upset that it wasn't allowed. I would okay. think the jury has a right to know that he had found a second woman at the bottom of the stairs. He didn't find her. True. 
he found her after someone else found her. That's true. So the one thing that I wanted to talk about, because the thing that kept catching me was the amount of blood, which only really works in the owl theory, I feel like. The thing that I thought was really weird about this, and they go back and they almost get like, not a mistrial, but something happens with the blood on his shirt. Did they talk about that in Dateline? No. So Devers is on the stand and Rudolph is cross-examining him and saying, so why didn't you test for blood on the shirt? And Devers literally says, because it was dark blue and blood spatter is a visual examination. So because the shirt was dark blue, they couldn't examine it for blood. Because you couldn't see it. Right. That's what he says on the stand. What? Also, when Devers talks in the trial, they spend they spend almost a, an entire episode with the Devers testimony. Devers does not rudolph is addressing him straight on and every answer devers turns his head and addresses it to the jury every single Ugh, answer I hate that. he's like trying to sell them i hate that like make a one-on-one connection and i if i was a juror i would be so turned off by that yeah i'd be like turn your head around yeah like a normal person yeah and answer the man who's asking you questions yeah that's it annoying. was really really slimy to me but so he didn't examine the blood on the shirt because it was dark and then come to find out he did. He went back later and did a, luminite, a luminol test or whatever right. the, with the lights. That, well, of course you use Obviously. that. But the defense never got those that report. And oh. the prosecution has a duty to report things that could exonerate you and there was no blood on the shirt. <gasps> but that is the problem that I had too because why is there no blood on the shirt? Yeah, there should be blood on the shirt if he so was cradling there her. There should be blood on the shirt and the shorts. Regardless, if he was cradling her. I thought that was weird. And then Nancy Grace is like, well, he obviously changed his shirt. And I'm like, well, maybe. But it was weird. Oh, it Nancy, was weird. But why to wouldn't he also... change his shorts then? But also, the blood on the shorts, my thought was that the two dots on the inside had either soaked through the one side. These are not denim shorts, they're like khaki I cargo feel like shorts. It, a really good blood person could figure out which side it had originated on yeah but maybe i'm so, crazy but also don't your shorts ride up a little bit yeah if you're, of course if you're did crouching they examine down his, his legs for blood did he have blood anywhere yeah. else on his body i'm like, sure it, i don't find it that weird that there was blood up there now in really the tw- in fallen and the wife got died in the apparent car accident and there was blood under her butt on the seat of the car right that right. doesn't make sense. But but do you think a little bit of also... blood inside the shorts doesn't seem that weird to me? Oh, hang on. My parents are calling me. Hello? Hi, sweetheart. It's getting late. Yes, yes, I know. Okay, we're going to call you right now. No, let's just well, let's talk to him right now. Oh, on They're the speaker? On speaker. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk to you right now then. Can you sit by dad? This is going to be really interesting. They won't be able to hear me. Oh. Remember That's that. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello? Who is it? This is Kimberly, your daughter. No, she's not here right now. No, <laughs> this is, I know. This she, is, moved, she moved out. She moved out? Where'd she move to? I think she went to UCLA. Mm. And I haven't seen her since. You haven't seen her since? Okay. No. I'm sleeping in her bed every night because they miss her so much. I don't know what happened to her. Okay, that's just Aww. creepy and weird. So what do you what do we want to ask them? What do you think about Michael Peterson? You watched yeah, both The her. Staircase and Dateline, correct? Yes. And you watched The Dateline? Yes. And do you think Michael Peterson did it? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Absolutely, 100%. Really? (gasps) Yes. And he killed the first lady, too? Probably. Why do you think he did it? Why? Which one? The the, Kathleen, the second wife. Obvious to me that he never told her about his man whoring. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. And that's harsh. And she found yes, out is. about it. <laughs> I can just imagine if my wife found out about some of my deep dark secrets, <laughs> there would be a brawl, and only one would come out alive. I already know the dog. about your what you do with dogs. I think. Yeah, we so all we all know what she, you do with dogs. She was, if you recall, she was the only one earning any income. That's true. He relied on her. She found out, threatened to throw him out. He went and got the blow pop pipe. <laughs> blow poke? And, and he trained, he, not only that, but he trained an owl. And he said, attack. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and the owl attacked him, her. This is so wrong, but I'll wait can for you, my turn. First of all, can you ask the guy's a media whore. You can't oh, trust wow. the word. Anybody that says they got wounded in Vietnam, they got ended up getting wounded uh, by getting in a car accident in Japan, you can't trust. That's f- fair. If you look at the crime scene, there is no way in the world... In spite of all the crooked cops and the crooked DA and the phony investigators, it gets down to it gets down to one question. You can't believe the experts from the prosecution and you can't believe the experts from the defense. They're both hired hands. Right. Good point. So you have to look at could all that blood all the way up the wall to the ceiling been caused by a fall and how in heck did she get seven lacerations on her head what about the owl the owl that's a joke i don't think it's a joke because if you google it first of all first of all by owls. owls attacking her on the front porch she'd be screaming and her husband would hear that no he was in the back or the front of the house the back of the house she was in the front it was a nine thousand foot estate sound if you were being attacked by an owl you'd be recreated but tell tell him about the thump how hard it hits your head it hits you it hits you so hard that you knocks the wind out of you and you fall down you're not even like making a sound because you're so disoriented well Honey, they interviewed someone that was attacked by an owl. Okay, Mom, what do you think? Oh, thank you for my turn. Okay, I think... Oh, Joni, you remember... What? You remember our wedding vows? Obey was never in there, honey. No, it was left out on purpose, and I did that. So, no, obey is not 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 a word I live by. Dear, I love you, but I don't obey you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Howdy, girl, I Jody. feel that they're definitely, yes, he's a liar. Yes, he did lie about 
that, that works. That was terrible. All right. I mean, I'll give them that. I'll give them the fact that there's a humongous um, coincidence between the two deaths of uh-huh. those women. Mm-hmm. However, I think definitely there should be reasonable doubt in this There case, we go. Yeah. Especially after all those people went against the law to invent evidence, to uh, misrepresent him. I just think minimally, let, honey, let me finish. Oh. I think there's reasonable doubt. They, they did interview someone that was attacked by an owl. I don't think that that's so strange. Another weird theory out there, although I don't buy it, is that one of this, his sons was in jail, apparently, for four years, <gasps> way back. Um, yes, that maybe, they mention it. Something about that maybe one of the, that same son hated Kathleen, started the murder, and then Michael finished it to cover it. I don't know. I think that's hogwash. Hogwash. I, I think, he, I think he really loved her. I think that everyone they did interview said that they had everyone. a great marriage. I agree with that. So do you think it's um, possible to be married to someone who is also leading a life with someone of the opposite sex or yeah, another yeah, species yeah, of, course. of, of course. animal? <laughs> no. What, what was that? And no, he didn't tell her. That I do agree on. I, I don't think she did know. Oh. But I, I think he loved her. Let me now talk. Use magic <laughs> reasonable doubt. Now, I agree there is reasonable doubt. Oh. Anytime crime committed without any witnesses, strictly circumstantial, there's going to be reasonable doubt. Then no one would ever be committed ever. Well, no. There are most crimes somebody sees. No. Sees commit the crime. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. I host a podcast about Dateline. Yeah, but... Most crimes have DNA. Not always. With, no, I said most crimes. There is reasonable doubt. He probably shouldn't have been convicted, but it has nothing to do with the behavior of the crime lab or the police. I see because that it point. Gets down to, it gets I down to point. who do you believe? Who do you believe? Don't believe either one. Right, of but them. if you were on the jury, you're saying you would have not convicted him. If I was on the jury, I would have. I would have said reasonable doubt. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Well, I do believe he did it. Okay. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm hundred percent convinced he did it. I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent convinced at all. Are you a hundred percent convinced that Dad is going to try to kill you? Oh, he tries every day, every night. Yeah, he's got a new scheme all the time. All the time. I, in fact, just before you called, I was on the phone with Michael Peterson. I asked him <laughs> to walk Mom up the stairs after we finish this call. Right. <laughs> We've been having a lot of conversations nightly about walk, watching out for Michael Peterson when I go upstairs to go to sleep. What about owls? <laughs> That's the most ridiculous theory I've ever, ever wow. heard. You're crazy. You try to wow. get coyotes to kill Mom every night. That's true. That's true. And if you would just... Well, they took her one time, but then they brought her right back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a good one. That's good. 
What about the guy that was accosted by an owl? Remember, and 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 the wife called from the car. Remember, we saw that interview. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it happened okay, to him two weeks he got apart. Accosted by an owl on the front porch. There were hairs. There yeah, were he hairs. got accosted he by an owl hairs. on the front porch. Bob, there were hairs. Tony got accosted with by her. the owl on the front porch. Okay, I don't think you need us for this part. See her husband and screaming out. She says, well, just walk up the stairs. I did read something on the internet, and the internet that I thought was a, a little uh, a question is that if he was out there for two, three hours, yes, he could have, you know, gone dozed off and stuff. Mm-hmm. But somebody said that the weather would have gone down to about 57 degrees. And it would have been chilly out there for him to stay there that long. He he said it was nice. So no, he said it was nice. He said that was nice for him. He said it was nice for him. He was used to cold weather. So he said it was nice outside. It was fifty-seven, sixty degrees. When you lived in Minnesota, in the high fifties, was probably sunshine weather. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 said it was nice. He was in Durham, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. We know. Okay. Busy afterwards. Hiding the blow pop blow pop. Oh, <laughs> while waiting for the blood to dry. Okay. But why did it have all that, those cobwebs? It had years of cobwebs right. and bugs on it. Right. I agree. What? When did they find it? Three months after the trial started. And when did the trial start? I don't know. Probably a year after the murder. Uh-oh. I think it was okay, two, so two, or two years year after the murder. Already. Two years no, after no, the, the murder. That's true. And, and, no, they and, found it three months into and the trial. And investigators and a myriad of people were looking for that thing. Uh-uh. I think it's interesting that it showed up by his son with no witnesses. Okay, no. If you look on the internet, one of the details was that they had found the the blowpoke before. Who? They had found it, and then they put it back there. One of the detectives I read had found it. He lied. Yes, they talked about that. Oh, that was some speculation of that. And replanted it, yes. But yeah, I don't think so with I all those that. bugs. Poppycock. I don't think that's real. Pa- that's not, did you just say poppycock? He said poppycock. Yeah, I did. Okay. Where did you get that expression? It's a, it's a popcorn. You can buy it with know. caramel I on it. I just made it up. <laughs> he just made it up. Okay. Any final what words? Happen, for example, if your mother, who has been married for 20-some good years. That's 44. I said good years. <laughs> What would happen if Aww. she all of a sudden found out I had a secret life with animals for We know you do. Kimberly taped the whole thing for your 70th birthday. Remember? That's true. You do have a secret life of animals, and I'm sticking by you, and I love you. See? She's not going to divorce you because of that? I Katie better. You what? I always like Katie better. Oh, than me. Okay. <laughs> Do they know I'm on the call? Yes, yeah, Katie's on the call. She, you just can't hear her. We can't hear her at all. Hi, Katie. We love you. That's why Hi, I guys. like her better. Because you can't hear her. That's exactly right. That's that right. makes sense. <laughs> okay. G- goodbye. Thank you. Any final words? Tell people listen yeah, to the podcast. There's a coincidence. Oh, I got one. Don't you think most murderers in this country 
have the last name of Peterson? Yes, we do. We we have discussed that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, it's pretty obvious to me. Okay, I got I got something to share that if you if you have not read anything on the internet, you're going to be <laughs> dying on this one. Yeah. Are you ready? I didn't know you spent so much time on the internet. Well, only regarding what people are talking about after. Is she going to Reddit? Washington. Yeah, where? What website are you going? Are you to? going in the deep web? Are you going on the deep web? Do you no, know what the deep web is? Google. What are people's thoughts on whether oh she writes? Do you go to Google and you type in what are people's what are thoughts, people's thoughts no, on? No, no. I go. I go like like the stairway series. Is he guilty or not? You get people. Oh, on that's it. good. That's all. Okay. That's like me and Somebody Googling defensive ones. that he, they can't prove it, that he ordered three blowpokes, and he said that he needed them in a hurry. Oh. <gasps> oh. But there's, they, they can't substantiate that. The second, oh, this is, this is unbelievable. The, the editor, or the one who filmed the whole thing. Yeah, we have, yeah, we haven't gotten to that part, but yes. He's having an what affair, right? He's what? Is he sleeping with the editor, right? Oh, I can't believe you knew that. Yeah, that sorry. Was such a juicy I was really disappointed too. But I wanted to tell her. How many years? Everyone wanted yeah. to be the one to tell me, but I already knew because of Twitter. Oh, it's really a shame. God, I don't believe it. I was dying to tell you. I me too. Me too. Tell her. Me too. Katie was Please dying tell to tell me too, but she could. I already knew. Oh, God. But again, I didn't see the staircase, so I don't have any emotional connection to this editor. No, no, well, you don't, don't see the editor. Even, like, important right now. I know, but I didn't even know how one-sided the staircase was. Or how... 100% one-sided. You well, think it's tilted towards... In the end. No, no, it's all one-sided. It's through the eyes of... Right. It's through the eyes of the defense. Well, okay, we're, we're gonna go... Oh, we love you. Goodbye. Say, listen to the podcast. Listen to A Date with oh, Dateline. listen to the podcast. Listen to Kimberly and Katie. It's the best podcast. Bye. 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 Watch, watch a podcast. You, you don't watch a podcast. You listen to it. Well, you listen to the podcast. Okay. It's <laughs> the best. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Let's finish up. So he might have been having an affair with the editor of the, or he is having an affair with the. It's not an affair. Okay, they're like there's, in, they're a in a relationship with one of the edit with one of the editors who you never see. Okay, of the staircase. So yeah. it is more geared towards his side. So the few did, is there any B roll bonanza from the staircase? Oh, the Probably whole tons. thing is B roll bonanza. You need to watch the staircase. Maybe. Uh-uh. So there's so many, there's a part where Michael's walking and he looks like a homeless person, but Dennis is saying things like, if you saw him walking in the park, you'd think he was a retired English professor. Oh my goodness. But he looks like a homeless man walking. It's really weird. And then there's a lot of owl B-roll. There's a bit owl that's flying aggressively towards the screen in front of a green screen. It looks like the owl in Twin Peaks that they always show. No. It's exactly Twin Peaks. And then there's <gasps> an owl that turns around really slowly and faces the camera several <gasps> times. Oh my God. Yeah, there's that's amazing. so much owl B-roll. And then oh twice God. he's drinking Coke Zero product placement 
with Coke Zero. And then wow. in one point, he's using a Keurig in his kitchen. He, he seems to be having a little bit of trouble with it. Quotes of the week, obviously, who done it, which is Dennis. Mm-hmm. And the owl was hooted out of court. Oh, Lord. They went for it. They went for it. But can you blame them? No. No. So let's do MVP loser. Mm-hmm. My MVP, Soldier Top Brad, I got to say. Okay. Did really well for himself. I, I'm, I'm down for that. I, mine is Rudolph, for sure. Great. Love Rudolph. I also think the shortstop that was not mentioned by name. Yes. Yes. He kind of won life. And maybe. maybe Melanie Grant kind of lost a little. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other losers? Well, that guy, the yeah. Devers, what's his name? Oh, Dwayne Devers is w- the biggest loser in the history of ever. Yeah. That he was bad. And then a crispy haired blonde woman from Germany. Oh, you didn't like her. Who, no, I did not. Because on the stand, she was like, well, I'm getting flashbacks. They just tore her apart <laughs> because she was getting flashbacks of, you know, what had happened 30 years before. She's getting flashbacks because she's talking to her friends. Yeah. You and really so thought they up, sounded all rehearsed. She's making up false memories. Mm. And it bothered me because it's a, somebody's life at stake. Excuse me. <laughs> Hello, kitty. You hear, do you hear her? Yeah. Brands unhappy being Dateline on Dateline and are now associated with murder owls for one you're a lamb was it you're a lamb who said that they were just tainting the names of hogwarts best couriers (laughs) and she said this one's for griff and then we raised a little glass for griffy coke zero the preferred coke of crazy eyebrowed potential murderers and kimberly they tell him to trim his eyebrows before court no who does david David does. He's like, trim your eyebrows, shave, make sure that, that, yeah. Does he? Because- He does have bushy eyebrows. So does Oliver. Oliver will have those crazy triangles. I don't triangles mind it. I he... really don't. I find it charming in older men. It doesn't bother me. I think it's it amusing. Me. Alternative theories. Um, What about Soldier Top Brad? Do you think he wanted Michael so badly and wasn't going to get to have him? Could Soldier- I think it's the owl. I've made myself as clear as I can possibly Soldier be. I have no Brad alternative could do theories. some damage with those beefcake muscles. Yes, but he was a... Yeah, I don't know. He could. He could be a killer in a with a killer smile. I don't think... What but, about uh, no. the neighbor attorney that came up with the owl theory? Do you think he's an interloper? <laughs> Someone wanted to mark him down as a nosy neighbor, and I said definitely on bingo cards. No, he's the one that came up with the owl theory. That's what I'm saying. He's interjected himself into the case. No, I think we're good. What else do you have? Do you have alternative titles? Fine. Yeah. No, I really don't. A blow poke job. A blow. Okay, Okay. I wrote it down. Okay. So we have it forever. Great. (laughs) No, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I had a karaoke song. Michael's song would be once, twice... Not three times a lady's dead. Oh, boy. Because it, it happened twice, but not three times. Patty survived. Don't know how. She's a winner. She should be our MVP. You Just, need to watch. Melanie no, no, Grant no, no, no. is alive, I need too. You, I need your opinion on Patty, so I'm going to need you to watch The Staircase. Maybe I'll watch her sections if you tell okay. me where they are. I will tell you where they are. But, but I'm she, mad they um, don't interview Melanie Grant because why didn't she die either? 
I don't know. Well, the, who knows how old he was when that story was? It was 11? masturbatory fantasy, probably eleven. Yeah. Stop! Stop talking about that. He says it on Dateline. I'm not just coming up with. Let's that. go ahead and name this episode then a masturbatory travesty. I love it. Okay, okay. that's a good Done. title. Do you, you have any other titles? No. Okay. I know I didn't because this is just called the staircase. What's Twitter? Oh, I totally forgot. Twitter. Twitter. Why do you think I'm rushing you? I know. I wanted Twitter. I forgot. Okay. George Albert. I sure hope Melanie Grant isn't watching. Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Sams. Is Melanie Grant still alive? Samantha Ronnie. Attention, Dateline producers. Can you please track down Melanie Grant and do an interview? Where were you when you heard this psycho masturbated to you? <laughs> and samantha ronnie again i was at coles <laughs> <laughs> samantha ronnie how many people are googling melanie grant right now oh my god that's awful all you're gonna get is melly grant I that's know. it <laughs> let's uh lumaria yeah that's not what i thought a blow poke was <laughs> fourth of five apropos of nothing kathleen peterson's sister has the most lovely blue eyes and done with grays says so does dennis oh yes mm -hmm. okay we learned about that yeah you're a lamb come on this is ruining the good name of hogwarts best couriers you're a lamb also says come on i have traces of bird feather in my hair right now which means nothing oh i know Okay, done with grays. I got to say this before we get here. A few hours, a few years ago, I was driving on back farm roads and a huge great horned owl descended towards my windshield, talons down and wings spread, birds covered entire glass. So big, I thought it was one of those mythical thunderbirds. They're big. Okay, and then Mark Sardella put this article about this boy who was attacked in the woods mysteriously. None of the doctors could figure out what had happened to him. They finally figured out it was a great horned owl. There's a picture of this little boy's face. It's insane. Like, wow. it's so bloody. It's crazy. This is what I'm... See, I don't know why people are discarding this theory. Why is your dad discarding this theory? My this is... dad is... <sighs> my dad is a bit on the fake news train i think i think he's discounting everyone he doesn't okay, want to believe anyone that anything is saying he thinks everyone oh, is would... lying oh, boy. at all oh, times boy. oh boy okay well gree and doctor eyebrows look like he also had an encounter with owl oh they would have cut those they would have the owl would have trimmed those trimmed them right up yeah was there owl also an owl in germany a lot of people made that joke oh brother you're a lamb. With the look my husband just gave me, you would have think I'm the one who said owl hooted out of court. I have solved the case of the evil owl. Michael Peterson is a shapeshifter. That is also you're a lamb. I think there's a new Netflix show about shapeshifters. Really? Yeah, I think you're a lamb might be watching it. You're a lamb. Tweet at us if you're watching that show. That's awesome. I want to know if it's any good. Um, Sarah Holmes, who done it? Owl, be honest. I can't wait for all the, all the owl puns tonight. There you go. Yeah, that's for you. Oh, and then Liz Zimmerman. I was friends with a woman whose father was attacked by an owl, but it took his hat and scratched him a bit. He was an elderly man and not even close to murdered. So I said, Aww. by the same token, I was friends with a woman whose husband didn't drown her in a bathtub. Didn't Doesn't mean it didn't happen on a dateline. Do you know that one day there was such bad traffic in Los Angeles on the freeway and everyone was going slow, slow. And I was so angry because I was late for work and I was really, really, really frustrated. And then everybody was slowing, slowing, slowing. And I was like, this better not be an accident with people just looking. 
And then on the side of the freeway was this teeny tiny owl. That's what everyone was slowing down for. To look at it? This little, this little baby owl. Oh. It was as big as your hand. Oh. And so, yeah, and there was a guy out of his car and he had called someone. But everyone was just, and I was like, well, that's an adorable reason to be late for work. I'm good with that. That's true. That's oh, that's yeah, nice. It was pretty cute. That's... Not like a giant horned killer owl. Well, I still kind of think the horned ones are cute too. Just stay away from yeah, me. They're just. <laughs> your lamb, my last one. She was for sure my MVP of the night in Twitter first. I 100% think he did it. And my husband 100% thinks he's innocent. Where do we go from here? Well, according to my parents, you can live a long, happy marriage thinking opposite <laughs> things about Michael Peterson, I guess. Good so th thank you, everybody. And thanks, everybody. What, do we have anything else? That's it. Follow us on follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Facebook. And we have a Patreon page if you want extra tidbits. Our secret series. The secret series, which we will be releasing another secrets really soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so get ready for that. That'll be fun. Yeah. We like the secrets. And keep tuning secrets. in for the secrets. Keep tuning in for the mink files. Yes, we only have a couple of those left and they're they're real fun. The last so. one is great because he plays a game with us and it's really, really fun. It's pretty good. Also, Lynn, okay. Lynn Cummings thinks that we should start saying thank you after Mank Files interviews. That's hilarious. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye, everybody. Don't watch alone. Bye, everybody. And don't watch with owls or near a staircase. Watch with your watch with your trowel doll. Available soon on Amazon. <laughs> okay. Copyright Katie. <laughs> Bye. 2018.